0: Welcome to Hustle in Faith. This podcast is dedicated to helping you find your trail to a happier, healthier you by discussing topics regarding Christianity, health and wellness, beauty, and so much more. I'm your host, Tasha Johnson. This is episode 135, how to become the phenomenal woman God wants you to be. March is when we celebrate Women's History Month, and one of the greatest compliments that someone could ever give me is to tell me that I'm a strong person. Strength is a characteristic that I truly, truly admire, and we're all born with various degrees of strength that God intends for us to cultivate. Strength is a characteristic that I struggle every day to maintain, and I've lived the majority of my life always feeling less than, like I'm not enough. And needless to say, allowing people's views of me to shape my own perception of what I'm capable of accomplishing caused some of my blessings to be delayed in life. And this is why some of the blessings that I dreamed about are just now coming to fruition. And so by cultivating the negativity that people spoke into my life caused me to experience my delay in receiving my blessings. I should have cultivated what God's word said about me, not internalized people's negative thoughts about me. Listening and implementing the word of God in my life would have led me to my purpose much sooner. (laughs) acknowledging my place and taking ownership and being a part of god's royal priesthood would have alleviated most of my pain cultivating negativity instead of positivity is why it took me so long to receive my blessings having a less than enough or victim mentality kept me from growing in grace and having this mentality is dangerous it's a surefire way to delay or miss out on all the blessings that God has in store for you. And deep down, I knew this less than enough mentality was wrong. And that's why I kept associating with strong people that I admired, thinking that their strength would somehow rub off on me. And what I failed to realize is that there are no shortcuts to having a successful life. Developing the attributes of Christ, such as strength, courage, the list goes on, doesn't work by riding on someone else's work. Eventually we all have to do our own work so we can know how to properly apply God's word to our life. Yet getting rid of this lazy mentality is easier said than done. I learned the hard way that becoming a strong person doesn't happen overnight. (laughs) It takes years of overcoming the ups and downs of life without giving in to the pressure of adverse circumstances. Only then can you consider yourself a phenomenal woman. Strong women are well aware that if all you see is what you see, then you're not seeing all there is to be seen. Their tenacity enables them to keep going, even when the world is falling apart around them. My mom is definitely a phenomenal woman. I've noticed that people like my mom and other strong women are able to keep their eyes on the prize because they've been able to do the following on a consistent basis. Number one, accept how God views you. Now, most people would assume that I'm a positive person. And for the most part, this is absolutely true. I speak positivity into everyone else's life, except my own. (laughs) Again, I have allowed some of the setbacks that I've encountered in my own life to bring me down. And I allowed those circumstances to dictate my ability to see and accept how God views me. When you make the decision to become a Christian, God said you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession. God is expecting you to live your life with this view of yourself in mind. In doing so, you're going to inspire and uplift others to do the same. But you can't do this if you don't know God's word. So in order to know how God views you, You must daily read and meditate on his word, and his word has the answers to all of our problems. God's word helps us to overcome every valley that we're bound to encounter in life. Reading, meditating, and properly applying the knowledge we learned from his word is going to place you in a position to discover the plans that God has in store for you. Through this process, many of us may be shocked to learn that Christians were born to be leaders, However, this feeling of leadership and strength is not something that all of us automatically accept. Some of us have to be convinced that we possess valiant leadership qualities like Esther, loyalty like Ruth, or trust God to guide us like he did Mary. Regardless of what camp you find yourself in, you can't lead from behind. If you're constantly comparing yourself to the world, then you're headed down a self-destructive path. And God has different plans for us to achieve in our lives. However, we'll never find out what those plans are if we're not willing to put him first in our lives. After all, God is a jealous God. And he has every right to be since he made us. Therefore, if we want to have a relationship with him, we need to make sure that we're all in. God doesn't like double-minded people. And this is why Christ said, I wish you were hot or cold. We would never... Ever be friends with someone who's friends with us one minute and then friends with our enemies the next minute we would never consider that person's behavior the beginnings of a beautiful friendship yet this is how many of us treat God and what we fail to realize is that God refuses to be treated this way since we refuse to make up our mind and choose a side God will do it for us God has more respect for those who pick a side even if it's not his. And in order to be a strong person, especially a woman, we must pick a side and diligently work towards that outcome. This building process encourages us to take time to define what success looks like for you. And so that leads us to number two, deciding what success looks like for you. So many women fall into the trap of wanting to please others while they lose themselves in the process. You're so afraid of what other people think that if you don't live up to someone else's perception of what you should be, that you're automatically a failure. And many women, especially Christian women, believe that having a husband and kids is the only pathway to living a fulfilled life. I'm using air quotes when I say the word fulfilled life. (laughs) I'm not throwing any shade at anyone who chooses the aforementioned path for themselves. However, we must realize that marriage does not automatically produce happiness. Only you can make yourself happy. Happiness comes from within. Happiness is an attribute of Christ that has to be cultivated in order for you to receive its benefits. In other words, a husband, kids, the list goes on, can only help aid happiness. They do not create happiness within us. In order to enjoy your husband and kids, and the list goes on, you must already have this attribute within you. A similar principle applies to success. Only you can make yourself happy. Again, happiness comes from within. It's an attribute of Christ, and all of which means that happiness has to be cultivated so that its fruit manifests. Only you can determine what success looks like for you. And I want you to take a moment, sit back, relax, and write a list of pros and cons in order to help you describe what success really, really looks like to you. I did the exact same exercise that I just told you to do. I used to think... (laughs) I wanted to be married with kids and be a stay-at-home mom like my mom was until we got into middle school. And so once I got older, my mom was brutally honest and shared the difficulties that she encountered while raising my sister and me. And I saw some of those issues she experienced playing out in my friends' lives that had kids. And the lack of justice and peace in this world really doesn't leave me feeling like I want to bring a new life into this world. I'm going to be 39 in July. I've never been married. I don't have any children. Again, by society standards, something must be wrong with me, right? (laughs) Some people have even had the audacity to ask me, Hey, what's wrong with you? So here's the thing. I was raised to have standards and there's a lot of losers out there. And I know I have a lot to offer. So I will never dumb myself down, nor do I want a man mistaking me for a doormat. Now, I know exactly what I'm looking for, so I don't need to go on practice dates. Unless that man I meet checks every one of my requirements on my checklist, it's just not worth my time and effort to be in a relationship with him. God has already blessed me with family and friends, a great career, awesome, awesome side hustles (laughs) and hobbies that more than satisfy me and occupy my time. Plus, again, cannot stress this enough. I have absolutely no desire to have kids, so I'm even more not in a rush to meet Mr. Wright. I'm more than content living my jet-setting, carefree life. Even if the marriage thing ends up not being in the cards for me, I'm more than content to be like Christ or Apostle Paul and countless others in the Bible who remain single. I'd rather be happy and single than married and miserable. So many women feel stuck in less than ideal situations from both single and married backgrounds. And many times this can be attributed to the way that we're so busy, like trying to please others that we don't realize how much personal baggage we're carrying around. If you hop into a relationship without addressing that baggage, you're setting yourself up to fail. You will constantly project your insecurity your fears, your worries onto your spouse. And this is why we shouldn't rush into a relationship until we have fully resolved the issues in our lives. We should not allow our distorted emotions to dictate our actions. Loneliness can be misunderstood. Being alone doesn't mean that you're lonely if you're willing to work on your relationship with God. And speaking from firsthand experience, I lead a very fun and satisfying life while you're working on your relationship with god don't be surprised if he reveals some talents that you didn't know existed and last but not least monitor your progress when you're developing a new habit the best way to monitor your progress is by keeping a checklist a checklist is going to help you stay honest to yourself in your endeavor to stay on the right path i have noticed that whenever i don't use a checklist I end up slipping back into my old ways. If you're being honest with yourself, creating a checklist is going to help you identify which areas of your life you need to work on, hold you accountable for your growth, provide you a benchmark, an actual benchmark, so you can visually see how many days you've been consistently working towards your new transformation. Now, in case you're not sure how to create your own transformation checklist, be sure to download the free Phenomenal Woman Checklist on the Hustle & Faith website. And if you need a physical reminder, feel free to check out my Starring You Crew apparel and gift shop. When you accept how God views you, you're going to reduce the time it takes for you to define your idea of success. Remember, you're going to encounter a variety of obstacles along the way. Keeping track of your progress is going to help ensure and reinforce that you're on the right path regardless of how many times you fall during your journey. And trust me, you will fall. <laughs> Make sure you get right back up and keep going so you can be the phenomenal woman God wants you to be. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed listening to the hustling Faith podcast and would like to support the show, please consider sharing it with your friends, leaving a review, donating, or making a purchase at Starring You Crew, our fitness apparel and gift shop. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook and Pinterest. And remember, if you're everything to everyone, then you risk being no one. You never know who you will inspire. See you in the next episode.